0: What's up, what's up? Welcome to the Domestic Terrorism Special. on the Natasha Devine Show. I'm wearing my special scary stuff for the theme of domestic terrorism. I got a hat in case the government, uh, you know, tries to drop a bomb on me like I'm Ramona Africa during the uh, broadcast here. Got my special safety hat, a.k.a. helmet. If you don't know who Ramona Africa is during the break, you can go ahead and Google that because that's the only time the American government has ever bombed American citizens on American soil. I might not have agreed with their politics, but I'm pretty sure I agree with the government not fucking bombing our citizens. But let's get into it. Let's talk about The government killing citizens. And how complaining about it apparently makes you a fucking domestic terrorist, huh? Isn't that silly? Almost as silly as this fucking getup I'm wearing right now. Yes, indeed. Let me tell you. So the Biden administration apparently believes that pretty much Fucking anything American could be considered domestic terrorism. Apparently, being too much into George Washington could be a symbol that you're a right-wing extremist. George Washington, the first president. We're going to hear a little bit from him in a minute. Also, apparently, bringing up Ruby Ridge makes you a domestic terrorist. Or even a white supremacist. Or even a white supremacist domestic terrorist. Even though the government was at fault and they went in court and had to pay out damages. And the people who they were fucking attacking were found innocent of everything. Except for Randall Weaver, one charge guilty of failure to appear. Everything else he was acquitted of. But if you bring that shit up you're apparently a domestic terrorist. So I guess this is a terrorist show now since I just brought that stuff up. Hopefully they're not going to drop a bomb on me like Ramona Africa. But first we're going to hear from the first president of these great United States gentlemen known as George Washington. I happen to be into George Washington. I like his stuff. I actually run a Telegram channel dedicated to George Washington. It's t.me slash George Washington, real George Washington. Kind of like, remember how on Twitter, Trump was real Donald Trump. I tra- I created the account during that era. So it's real George Washington. Of course, it's not the real fucking George Washington. He's been dead a couple hundred years. It's me. Anyway, let us, not the vegetable that you put on your salad, but let us collectively enjoy some awesome quotes from Mr. George Washington uh, I found this video on YouTube from a quotes site, so I'll give them credit from quotes on YouTube, uh, but I spiced it up a little bit, I changed the voiceover, made it give it a little bit more gravitas, uh, in my opinion, and I have also put the Bleach Battalion Song 1776 as a backdrop, since it was just silence. Let's listen to some of these domestic terrorist ideas presented by this motherfucker, George Washington. It is better to offer no excuse than a
1: battle. We must consult our means rather than our wishes. Worry is the interest paid by those who borrow your trouble. Decision making, like coffee, needs a cooling process freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb in silence, we may be led like sheep to the
2: slaughter.
1: A primary object should be the education of our youth in the science of government. Let your heart feel for the afflictions and distress of everyone. Be not glad at the misfortune of another, though he may be your enemy. Strive not with your superiors in arguments. Always submit your judgment to others with modesty. Real men despise battle, but will never run from it. Individuals entering into society must give up a share of liberty to preserve the rest. 99% of failures are the ones who make excuses. A bad war is fought with a good mind. There is nothing so likely to produce peace as to be well-prepared to meet the enemy. Be courteous to all, but intimate with few, and let those few be well-tried before you give them your confidence. True friendship is a plant of slow growth and must undergo and withstand the shocks of adversity before it is entitled to appellation. It is better to be alone than in bad company. Human happiness and moral duty are inseparably connected. To persevere in one's duty, and to be silent, is the best answer to a commodity. There is nothing which can better deserve our patronage than the promotion of science and literature. Knowledge is in every country the surest basis of public happiness. To be prepared for war is one of the most effectual means of preserving peace. Guard against the impostors of pretended patriotism. To keep alive in your breast that little spark of celestial fire called conscience. Perseverance and spirit have done wonders in all ages. It is best to be silent, for there is nothing more certain than that it is, at all times, more easy to make enemies than friends. Associate yourself with men of good quality. If you esteem your own reputation, for it is better to be alone than in bad company. Must therefore animate and encourage each other, and show the whole world that a free man, contending for liberty on his own ground, is superior to any slavish mercenary on earth. A sensible woman can never be happy with a fool. Few men have the virtue to withstand the highest bidder. Happiness depends more upon the internal frame of a person's own mind than on the externals of the world experience teaches us that it is much easier to prevent an enemy from posting themselves than it is to dislodge them after they have got possession. The harder the conflict, the greater the triumph. The turning points of lives are not the great moments. The real crises are often concealed in occurrences so trivial in appearance that they pass unobserved. As mankind becomes more liberal, they be more apt to allow that all those who conduct themselves as worthy members of the community are equally entitled to the protections of civil government. To encourage literature and the arts is a duty which every good citizen owes to his country. A knowledge of books is the basis upon which other knowledge is to be built. Paper money has had the effect in your state that it will ever have to ruin commerce, oppress the honest, and open the door to every species of fraud injustice. Discipline is the soul of the army. It makes small numbers formidable, procures success to the weak, and esteem to all. Those who have committed no faults, want no pardon. We are only defending what we deem our indisputable rights. We should not look back unless it is to derive useful lessons from past errors, and for the purpose of profiting by daily brought experience. Punishment, in my opinion, is too great for the man who can build his greatness upon his country's ruin. The common and continual mischiefs of the spirit of party are sufficient to make it the interest and the duty of a wise people to discourage and restrain it. The nation, which indulges towards another in an habitual hatred or an habitual fondness, is in some degree a slave. Never attach where it is obvious. The great rule of conduct for us in regard to foreign nations is, in extending our commercial relations, to have with them as little political connection as possible. Government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is a force. And a force, like fire, is a dangerous servant and a fearful master. In a good family, the husband is blind and the wife is deaf. If to please the people, we offer what we ourselves disapprove. supreme. How can we afterwards defend our work? Let us raise a standard to which the wise and honest can repair. The rest is in the hands of God. Avoid a man who pretends to be afraid. Freedom and property rights are inseparable. Get can have one without the other. Nothing is more essential than that permanent, inveterate antipathies against particular nations. And passionate attachments for others should be excluded. It is substantially true that virtue or morality is a necessary spring of popular government. Rule, indeed, extends with more or less force to every species of free government. Religious controversies are always productive of more acrimonial irreconcilable hatreds than those which spring from any other cause. Man, that guy was a
0: Fucking terrorists. Those were some terrible things, man, that he was saying right there. I'm going to have to reconsider uh, supporting George Washington after hearing that, you know, he cares about everyone and he thinks that everyone should be extended the civil protections of government. Like, what's his fucking problem, right? <laughs> Are they fucking kidding? I took that fucking skull mask off. It's just hot as fuck. It is July, or I'm sorry, August already. The 3rd of August now, Wednesday. And uh, I don't know, I just can't wear a mask. It's fucking hot. So even if it's like funny and not for COVID, I had to take it off after a few minutes. Um. So now back to shit that's actually not fucking funny at all. Uh Ruby Ridge. As a matter of fact, I'll take off the this, the hat for now. Or well, maybe I should leave it on because this is the more controversial discussion, I suppose. Uh, I'm going to show you two things here. Uh One of the videos for technical reasons had to be uh, chopped up, but it is not at all edited other than just being divided, split. The first video I'm going to play here uh, is from a program called American Experience. uh, And they did a documentary about the Ruby Ridge incident, the murders of American citizens, uh, who, by the way, were actually religious separatists, and happened to live a couple miles away from the Aryan Nations, who were the racial separatists. I know people get it a little mixed up and say that Randall Weaver himself was a white separatist or an Aryan Nation. He was never actually a member of the Aryan Nation, but you know he did attend uh, some of their events. Because it was like the only events going on in the area that, you know, and they were things for his kids to go to because there's not too much for your kids to go to up in the mountains when they're, you know, white and they're alone and religious separatists. So anyway, um, they got mixed up with these, you know, Christian identity, racial separatists, uh, but that initially was not their belief or reason for moving to the location they were at. But they did have some beliefs that the government uh, was going to descend upon all the Christian people, and uh, basically, like a you know Armageddon thing that it's, gonna, it's just going to hit the fan and the government's going to come get us. So of course, once the government's on your property, dressed like fucking terrorists. I know, you know, uh, and they're shooting your dog and seem to be hunting your family for a crime you you didn't do. You didn't do anything. So they're there like uh, basically just scaring the shit out of you and your family, right? Um, It seemed to fit the prophecy which uh, they believed in. So you have to add that into the emotional fervor of the incident of the day that the government knew, and how did the government knew? Because feds were trying to groom this guy for months previous, uh, but you know this, that the, the government Number one was grooming him, and they knew of his belief system. So to enact it is almost like an entrapment, right? Um, but here, what's this brief description of um, the way the family describes how it began?
3: The family's version is that they're chasing deer into the woods, and there's a place where the trails come together in a sort of Y. Kevin Harrison and Samuel Weaver are coming down this way. Randy Weaver's coming down this way. And according to the family, at that moment, um, they see some men dressed in um, in fatigues with dark paint and, you know, very much like a strike team, and that um, possibly to to silence this dog, which has found their location, um, one of the marshals shoots and kills the dog. 14-year-old Samuel Weaver, at that moment, erupts and says, you killed my dog, you son of a bitch, and opens fire. Again, according to the family, the marshals then fire back, killing Samuel Weaver. Of course, the marshals tell a different story. In their version of the telling, as these groups come together on this Y, the marshals identify themselves and call out a surrender order. And it's at that moment that Kevin Harris dives for cover, fires on the marshals, and shoots and kills William Deegan, a highly decorated U.S. Marshal in the special operations group.
0: Sure.
3: That's why he was a And so you have man. these two incredibly different narratives the marshals believing they've come under attack by white separatists and the family believing they've been attacked by federal agents.
0: Religious separatists were you So, how would you act? You have a big, huge property and there's you know, woods at the back of it. There might be a little bit of blurring of where public property begins of regular woods and where your property ends, perhaps. You're out there or your son is out there with the dog and your best friend and they fucking shoot him. That's some normal shit. I don't know. Watch this next video. Now the song uh, is not I mean, I personally I personally don't think it's the uh, catchiest tune. I don't think the song is really a great song. But the lyrics are poignant. And I want you to look at Mr. Weaver, because that's Randy Weaver sitting there in the chair from 2018. This interview that I'm about to show you was on a live stream in 2018. And Mr. Weaver has now passed away about two months ago in 2022. This is then therefore one of his final interviews in his lifetime. I had to watch it a few times to desensitize myself uh, because I didn't wanna be on the live stream uh, tearing up because this guy is—he uh, lost his fucking family, and let's let's not forget. Beyond the clip that you just saw, um, breaking the rules of engagement, the FBI <clears throat> sniper shot through a uh, an area that he couldn't see. He didn't have a clear line of sight, trying to shoot uh, Kevin Harris and shot Vicki Weaver, Randall's wife, killing her. She was holding a 10 month old baby at the time. Baby lived thankfully. Uh, but the FBI sniper shot an innocent woman holding a 10 month old baby while attempting to snipe a man who ended up being acquitted of what they were accusing him of. This same sniper, same guy who shot Vicki Weaver also worked at Waco. Fun facts, how you get reassigned in this world. Let's watch this video and see if you can uh, stomach this watching this grown man cry about the government gunning down his dog and family.
4: In the mountains up near Sandpoint North of Naples, Idaho Eagles gathered there together Guard the truth so you might know Down the road that followed Deep Creek At the turn that crossed the bridge Federal marshals had the road roadblock To mark the siege of Ruby Ridge There the armies of the enemy Slayed your bride and only son and Nearly killed your close companion When the shrapnel pierced his lung We stand with you, Randy Weaver Cause your Lord and Savior lives Wheresoever eagles gather That is where his body is On that evening, late one August You were forced to take your stand they're two strangers as they trespassed, do first blood on private land. Governor Andrus, back in Boise, he let the enemy tell him lies, and from his anti-Christ decision, Sam and Vicky lost their lives. Federal agents, U.S. marshals, and FBI men stormed the hill. All on false, fictitious charges given orders shoot to kill. We send with you, Randy Weaver, cause your Lord and Savior lives. Wheresoever eagles gather, that is where his body is. All oh, the armies of the enemy may surround us in the night. There's a host of heavenly angels hovering near, ready to fight. We stand with you, Randy Weaver. We are proud to call you friend. As we gather here together, stand beside you till the end. We stand with you, Randy Weaver, cause your Lord and Savior lives. Wheresoever eagles gather, that is where his body is, where Wheresoever-
5: Hello everyone, this is John Lamb. I'm here with Randy Weaver. Today makes 26 years. 26 years since the the injustice up there on the siege of Ruby Ridge. We um, kind of want to recap some of the stuff. And That song there was by Carl Klang. Um, Carl Klang wrote that song for Randy when Randy was in prison. Uh, waiting on trial, and um, Randy ended up getting to hear that song for the first time while he was in prison. um, Today is the day that Sammy was murdered um, unjustly by federal agents, trespassing on the Weaver property, and we just kind of want to just kind of go back through a little bit of it and just recap some of it. This this incident that happened back in 1992 woke up a lot of people around the United States and around the world. Um, I think in almost every home around the country, they know what Ruby Ridge was. They know the name Randy Weaver and what he stood for. Uh, Kevin Harris and Randy Weaver, uh, several months later, on July 8th, 1993... Uh, Kevin Harris was found not guilty on all charges that the government brought against him. And uh, Randy was found not guilty on everything but one charge, and that was failure to appear. And um, he was held for 18 months uh, in federal prison, or close to that, until December of 1993 for the failure to appear. And um, charges that he should have never been charged with or even in there in prison for entrapment. That the federal government did to him and his family. Um, I've been um, honored to meet Randy here several months ago personally, and we've talked a couple of different times. Uh, met him in his home here a few months ago, and uh, today again, I, we I wanted to meet up with him and just uh, let let you guys hear his story again and just recap some of the stuff that happened. And we've got to talk quite a bit today, just just on different things, just clarifying for myself and. Finding things, but um, it was—it probably seems like it was just yesterday, doesn't it, that it happened?
6: That song, just it It's like i was standing there at the phone there in the jail, talking to Carl, and he played that song over the over the phone for me to listen to, and it made me cry then. It's like today.
5: Yeah. There was one thing that we talked about earlier that I had never known that before this, and you know, sometimes through years we forget things. But you ran for sheriff in your county there in Idaho about four years before this incident,
6: nineteen eighty-eight. A couple of reasons. Number one, I wanted. It would have been nice to be able to straighten the law enforcement out at the time, especially the federal agents, but. Also, I needed a job. That's what I told one (laughs) guy when I was on the radio, one of three times, a guy calls in and says, why why are you running for sheriff, Weaver?" And I said, well, I need a job. And uh, he laughed, which was true. I need a job. I live in Florida. And, uh, but most important was to not let federal agents come into the county and mess with people wrongfully, which they do quite often, especially IRS. These they really ruined a friend of mine, stole his property, started out saying he owed them five hundred dollars and Arthur said, No, I don't. Arthur worked thirty-three years for the railroad out of California, and he was a genius when it came to mechanics and electrical he could repair anything. And uh, he's had like 33 years in, the IRS contacted him said he owed him $500. And Arthur said, No, I don't owe you anything. He says, I've always done it right. Well, he was just hardcore enough that he knew what they were going to do to him, but he wasn't going to let him have his $500. So what he did was he sold out of California and moved up to Idaho. Bought a piece of property just down from where we built up the building there. Later, built a nice piece of property, had good water on it, and uh, pretty soon here come the Arthur was out. Actually, he was out. At, he was visiting people in Tennessee. I come up there and, and put on a auction at the local courthouse. They must have had 40, 50 cops there, and there was probably 40 or 50 rebels and knotheads like me out of the hills that don't like the IRS what they're doing. They went there to auction Arthur's property off, saying that he owed them like $60,000 now from the original 500 We all knew that was wrong. And you, that's what I run for sheriff for, stop stuff like that.
5: You, you fought for this country, or you was a veteran, and then you, you, you st- took an oath to uphold the Constitution anyway, that was what you, I, and that was your intention to become sheriff. To yeah,
6: yeah, and I have never, uh, give up on that oath, I still, I still believe in, in uh, defending the Constitution and this country, against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and, so far in my lifetime, the biggest domestic enemy was the biggest problem that
0: has been domestic. So you heard that there, right? The man had run for sheriff. Before watching this interview, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Randall Weaver had, in the previous term, tried to become the sheriff there. Think that would have had a very different relationship if the feds were sneaking around on the sheriff's property. Um, and he gives his reasons besides the fact that he needed a job. He saw some injustice happening to some people locally, and uh sounds like a good enough reason to want to become the sheriff. Uh even if this man was some type of uh, white supremacist, does that, would that make it okay? Because your beliefs differ from him, or he's crazy, or or thinks fucked up stuff, would that make it okay to shoot? The, what what was what did the dog do? Was the dog a white supremacist too as well? Let's move on.
5: It definitely has. Yeah. Well, four years later, that came to your property, 1992. After you had ran for sheriff back in 1988, 1992, did you have a clue that day that anything like this was going to happen?
6: No, if I had known that that was really going to happen the way it did, I would have gone off the hill and just turned myself in. But uh, I think I would have. My wife said, "Weaver, you ain't going anywhere." And I told him, I said, "If I don't leave the hill," kids and go down there. They're going to come up here and kill us all. Sam, Sam said, screw them, Dad, and Vicky said, you ain't going anywhere, Weaver. I said, okay, whatever. You, you know, might not turn out to good guys. Don't, you ain't going nowhere, okay? I wasn't going to leave them. They weren't yes. going nowhere. And the uh, thing was, another big thing, the, uh, guy that turned me loose when I, they kept me in jail overnight when they arrested me on the gun charge thing. The magistrate that I had to talk to the next day, he, he said, sign these papers and you can, it'll be a property bond. In other words, your property will be a bond and you'll lose, you'll, we will take that property if you lose your property you lose in court we get the property. I thought boy that ain't right. Vicki said I turned around to my wife she was there and I said you want to read this? She said sign it sign it. Vicki <laughs> was tough. Yeah.
5: She, <laughs> she wasn't. So, so so didn't her to do nothing. You gave your property up think you didn't go to court anyway pretty much is what they were saying. Yeah. You and still you, own that property today don't you? The family does. My kids. Yes too. so yeah. they, did, they didn't take that property.
6: Well, uh, actually, there's a ten thousand dollar property bond they call it, and when I got done in court, my fine was ten thousand dollars. So, both rights actually went to Las Vegas and collected ten thousand dollars from the people to pay off my fine, and uh, otherwise they would have lost the property. Yes. And. Uh, <clears throat> that's the name of that dude.
5: Yes. Well we know that um, on the 21st of um, 1992, Sam lost his life and the next day your wife lost her life uh, by a sniper hiding up way up in the woods. Nobody could even see him. You probably didn't even, even if you wanted to shoot any of them, you couldn't see none of those uh, agents, could the you? The only
6: one I saw was the first day when I was walking down the road to see what the dog was barking at. and guy jumped out and said, freeze, Weaver. And I said, screw you, and I run back toward home. That's the only time I saw one. And if I'd have known that they were going to kill my boy shortly thereafter, I could have blown this guy's head up. I had a 12-gauge double barrel with number four buckshot in it. And he was close. I'm going to guess 30 foot away. I couldn't have missed. And, uh,
5: but you had no intentions on killing anybody. No, you, no. You was... Yeah. I've never
6: aimed a gun to anybody in my life, except maybe a BB gun when I was a kid, we had BB gun twice once a while.
5: Yeah. You heard that? Like you said, if you'd known that was going to happen, if they'd have just asked you, you'd have came down off the mountain. Yeah. Except your wife didn't want you to. <laughs> no. Because
6: she knew that I was going to lose court, and yes. there goes the property.
5: Well, you don't get a fair trial, do you? No. Even in your trial, the jurors were the only hope you had, and that's what... that's the reason you got the verdict you did, but the prosecution in your trial, what I've studied on it and read, they hid so much evidence, they lied in court, the agents lied, they protected each other.
6: And to get the grand jury to indict me to start with, oh, he was a Nazi, he went to the Aryan Nations and all this. So what? You know, it's like, yeah, well, maybe I should have gone to the Catholic Church. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. There weren't any child molesters at Aryan nations that I knew of, anyway, or ever heard about. Yeah. Uh, so that's a that story.
5: Yes. Well, the next, um, I guess, nine days after your wife was murdered there, that was some pretty scary days. You, you, you was wounded and shot. You got shot in your uh, left arm, right, right, right arm, right shoulder, right shoulder. Kevin was shot too? The same
6: bullet that killed Vicki went through Kevin's left arm into his chest and lodged close to his heart, broke two ribs going through. He was really hurting, that poor kid, but uh, Sarah was feeding the the, uh, cayenne pepper. we put cayenne pepper in capsules. And people said, How'd you eat all that cayenne pepper? You don't, you put it in the capsule and swallow the water. She'd give him two in the morning, two at during, two at night. And it would take the swelling away and take the redness out of his his he had a hole, that big ripped open on this side of this arm. And it would and then it started turning black and everything like it was uh, being infection, that she, he'd take his cayenne pepper and he'd take all the redness out, and and it was healing up. But uh,
5: reading the book and reading the story about you know parts of it of Sarah's uh, uh, writings in here and your writings, Sarah did a lot. Your daughter Sarah, she took care of Kevin and yourself those next nine days, trying to keep you guys alive and trying to take care of. Two younger sisters at the same time. For sixteen year old girl, that was a, a she,
6: she was very responsible.
5: Responsible, yes.
6: And she still is. Yeah.
5: The day you guys um finally um surrendered, I guess Kevin surrendered the day before. Yeah. The day before he surrendered and he yeah. tried to make them a deal and say that he he was he pretty much said, I shot the federal agent trying to take responsibility on self defense, but I I, yeah. I shot the federal agent and I'll take responsibility. Just let Randy and his family alone.
6: That's, yep, that's, that's,
5: that was Kevin. <laughs> that was Kevin. I mean, he he was ready to take all the blame, and yep. he wasn't even guilty of anything, but he, he was does. ready to take the blame just because they were trying to blame somebody.
6: That was Kevin.
5: The following day is when you turned yourself in. That was like the 31st of uh, August. Mm-hmm. And uh, turn yourself in. That was probably a hard day that day. You separated from your family. Your daughters were taken one way. You were taken probably to the hospital and into prison.
6: They put me in a helicopter down on the meadow. And they let me say goodbye to the kids. They used to give me a kiss. And then they up and away and down to Standpoint, and then they put me on an FBI jet and uh, flew me to Boise and took me to the hospital there. And the nurse. After the doctor, and everybody looked at my wound my nurse was out there with a needle. And I said, what's that for? And she says, lockjaw. I said, lady, that's what I need right now. I don't want none of that. I didn't take it. she said, you can get it 10 years later. I said, I don't care. I don't, because I don't like to that All stuff. the
5: vaccinations and shots, uh-huh. no. <laughs>
6: no. And, uh... <laughs> Tried to force vaccines. ...here and still kicking.
5: Yes. Well, then, just a few months later in April, you've sat in prison this whole time. Where did you uh, get to see Kevin in any of this time, or was you in the same prison together?
6: <laughs> we were in the same jail. They had four what they called max tanks. Those were the bad guys. And there's eight eight cells in each tank, and they would move Kevin and I. We were in different tanks. And I'd look out the window into the hallway and there'd go Kevin dragging his, we got so much mail, pretty soon they just give us a, <laughs> an, another uh, bed cover thing <coughs> to put stuff in that we got in the mail. There goes Kevin dragging, he looked like Santa Claus, going down the hallway dragging his big bag. <laughs> and uh, once while he'd see me looking at him and wave mm-hmm. and that was it but uh, they tried not to do it so we'd see each other. But there, I don't know, must have been getting close to jury time, court time, and they, I think it was the end, that they let Kevin and I get together and just say hi and whatever. That's it. When, he was in, when we were in jail, they, didn't, they kept us apart. Actually, being in the max tanks, we were better off than when we got out of the court. Well, we weren't bad guys anymore, super bad, so they put me over in uh, general population to wait until they shipped me out to Caldwell to a holding. They had a new holding pod thing built for old prisoners until they went off to either state or federal prison. They just put me there. They didn't send me to Get me to prison. They didn't want to put me through all the paperwork and stuff because I didn't have that much time left before they released me. But uh, general population, yucky. Yeah, Um, fifty guys in a room in bunk beds and stuff. Whereas we were by ourselves in the match.
5: During, (laughs) During the trial there, when it first started in April, your lawyer Jerry Spence came and told you about the Waco deal so this was just a few months you know about eight months later here we have um another big massacre of american people in waco that was probably a big shock to you at that time wasn't it well we were in
6: let's see it was on april 19th we were only in court like six days and then they burnt waco out and that was the first i'd heard about the waco standout um, and there's the same guy, a guy by the name of Dick, his name fits in, Dick Rogers, was the head of the FBI hostage rescue team. They don't dare to rescue nobody. Anyway, he was down there and part of that fiasco. Ruby Ridge wasn't enough blood for him, I guess. But uh, he wasn't the only bad character down there either. It's too bad you know there's like four or five of them agents
5: got killed it's senseless it is senseless and it It looks like to me by some of the videos in waco same thing happened uh in your in your deal there that cooper shot dugan and um ate them to another agent a friendly fire same thing in waco it looks like several of those agents were shot by their own people yeah they, they then they frame it on the people. Inside, you oh,
6: know, yeah. they being have oh, the yeah. siege. Yeah. Well, uh, Deegan, the U.S. Mars got killed left our place. I'm to this day, I believe without a doubt, it was Cooper that killed him, and that's the guy, the same guy that killed my boy. But they're not going to admit to that. No. And uh, it's like that letter I was telling you about. I got. I I told that guy, I didn't. didn't uh, don't forgive the guys that aren't sorry for what they did to admit that they were wrong. Because I'm not better than God. He only forgives those with a contrite heart. And uh, if I see some... Oh, I was telling you that story about that uh, ATF agent that got shot by another one? Yes. Yeah, he uh, he had a real good attitude.
3: Yeah.
6: He was a nice guy. I felt bad for him. They told him to take his retirement and, be happy anymore.
5: and he was trying to expose something that yeah. was wrong some corruption and he got a retirement and got shot by another FBI or ATF agent yeah and then that ATF agent that was doing wrong got promoted that's what yeah. we see a lot yeah. of happening yeah the yeah. good cops are always fired and, absolutely. or. absolutely yeah
2: that's
6: what I warned my grandson about
5: yeah so then we got uh, two months of trial two full months and then the jury gets the case and takes 20 days I mean it was that's the longest deliberation in the history of of uh, Idaho at least at that time
6: longest court
5: and longest court and deliberation and that was probably a a, another moment in time that um, hearing all those verdicts come back that was probably pretty emotional that day I'm sure knowing Kevin was getting to go home and...
6: When I heard, they said, not guilty, they, they called Kevins out first. Not guilty on every charge. I, he had either nine or 10 charges. I had either nine or 10, I can't remember which was which. But uh, he got cleared on every one of his charges and I was just crying and, and thanking the jury let that kid go. Because he was innocent. And the jury, you know, they said later, even if Kevin was guilty, or uh, did shoot the marshal. He he was in self-defense, so he wasn't killed the that. Yes. But uh, now that Jerry Spence showed where one of Cooper's bullets went through Deegan's backpack sideways, didn't hit his body. But of the bullets that hit the body, oh, they can't find that. They don't know where it is. They found all the other ones, but not that one. That's because they didn't... They did not want to admit that it was from you the know, fire.
5: Yes. Well, it um, it's always enjoyable for me to sit down with you and talk. It sometimes I uh, can't think of everything again I want to ask you. But it, uh, if anybody wants to uh, wants to uh, purchase Randy's book at the top of this live stream, I did um, put the address again and how much they can they can. Um, Purchase for I think it's twenty dollars plus four dollars shipping. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, that address we'll to give it out again, but it's on the top of the live stream. It's three twenty Cooper Lane, uh, number thirty one, Kalispell, Montana, five nine
2: nine zero one. And uh, again, true. it's at the
5: top of the live stream, so you can um, uh, go back to it after it's over with here and and take down uh, the address and purchase a book or a couple of them and. Randy usually will sign them. I guess before you send them out, if anybody wants them, just note, make a note in the in the letter. I guess that you would like a signed copy.
6: Oh, well, I always sign always them, sign them. Okay, unless they tell me not to.
5: Yes. Okay. Because you know if
6: they, if they want a book to maybe it be worth fifty cents next twenty years from now, they don't want them signed.
5: Yes. <laughs> That's right. Well, Randy, as always, it's been an honor again to sit down with you and just uh, visit today, and, and um, it's been...
6: I enjoy you and your family so much. There aren't any better people in the world.
2: I just love you guys.
6: I know good Sad.
5: Well, it's been, this has been my lifelong dream meeting you, so <laughs> I always, <That's> a shame. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> like I told you earlier, I, I used to think you was six foot four or something. I'm six I foot am. two, <laughs> but you're like, Wait, can I stand <laughs> now? Yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> well, thanks again, everybody for joining in and watching and that song we played at the very beginning of this live stream. Uh, again, that was Carl Klang. You can find that music on YouTube, and um, it's a good song to download or save and, and uh, listen to. Carl has done a lot of patriotic music um, for a lot of people, even, even Waco and other people from around the country, and he's got some great music out there. But uh, again, thanks a lot for joining us, and hopefully we give you a little bit more education on this uh, 26th anniversary of the Ruby Ridge Siege.
0: So, uh, once again, that interview is actually from 2018, that's why I spoke over the address a little bit. Uh, Most likely that address obviously is not still valid since Mr. Weaver is no longer living. Maybe someone from his family still lives at that address. I don't know. Don't just blindly send money to an address of a deceased gentleman. I uh, have 90 seconds or a minute and 30 uh, remaining to call in. If you're going to call in 708 925 I'm sorry, 708-9. Uh, Geez, what's the number? I have so many numbers in my 570 5156029751. I should have known it's not a 570 or a 708. And now there's only 60 seconds remaining uh, if you want to call. And um, I thought that that little interview there was pretty eye opening. Um, especially just the, the little background stuff that like, I didn't know that he was trying to run for sheriff before. I mean, that to me makes a huge difference. By the way, I updated my helmet, somebody in the comments had mentioned that it, I was wearing the the old, I was going with that boomer, you know, since we're kind of going with the old school stuff but I can wear a modern helmet now that we're past the uh, stuff of the nineties or whatever. Uh, And I'm not going to tighten it down right now because it's like, again, like I said, it's hot tonight, whatever. Um, I mean, it's uh, sad footage there. And like I said, if, if it was true, the guy was a fucking crazy racist. And he thought the Jews was doing everything and all this shit. So fucking what? So he's crazy. So he's retarded. So he thinks some dumb, stupid, Shit, do you know how many people think dumb, stupid shit in this country, in this world? That doesn't mean we shoot their fucking dogs and children and wives with the government. We don't. We don't fucking do that, or at least we're not supposed to in America. Um, it's a sad tale there. And yes, like he said, the one who shot his wife and friend... Uh. It was also Sniper at Waco. And again, like uh, the gentleman who was interviewing him was saying, that they get rid of the bad, uh, they, they get rid of the good cops and they promote the bad guys. They try to cover up things, and when they can't cover it up, they just move the person to another place. And it's a shame what they're doing with our tax dollars. Um, Someone was trying to leave a comment and it wouldn't allow them to leave a comment, but then someone was trying to leave me a link of this uh, Klang wave video. Apparently someone has made a wave version of that Carl Klang song that we heard in the beginning. And um, so I, I got a message on Telegram with the link and so I got the video um, and this is also going to be like a reaction thing because I haven't watched the video, I haven't watched it yet, I just downloaded it and you're gonna be watching it with me live for the first time. Right now here is the Klang wave.
7: Sandpoint north of Naples, Idaho. Eagles gathered there together to guard the truth, so you might know down the road that followed Deep Creek at the turn that crossed the bridge. Federal Marshals had the is where his body
2: is. Though the
7: armies of the enemy may surround in the-
0: Okay, So my reaction to that video. uh, The image of the dead dog was a little shocking. I put that out there. uh, Especially considering I have a living dog in the room with me who's sleeping. Uh, That that type of shit will harden you against the government, won't it? Uh, But the protesters and that's really what gets me any of the footage about the ruby ridge stuff is you can tell the really hamish people you know the 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 down home authentic people and then you can tell the ones that the feds sent there um couldn't quite see the guy in this one but uh, there is a guy that was there with a pro-printed death to Zog sign. Uh, Yeah, Randy Weaver did have a say no to Zog t-shirt that he got from the Aryan Nations guys, whatever. But uh, the pro-printed sign clearly was for the federal optics to look like there were guys here talking about Zog, and it was like the best sign there. Uh, The kids whoever brought their kids and had them wear little targets on them. That's deep for a protest. Um, I don't know if I would involve my child uh, to that level in a protest. I mean, uh, I've had my child attend and view a protest, but not uh, as far as involved. I would have to know if the kids heard about this and chose to wear those signs, or if the parents coerced them to know if I approved of that, frankly. Um, The footage, though, like the the one the T-shirt said, I mean, it was, you know, pretty quickly that they had the T-shirt done, but then again, there was T-shirt shops and you know, most little strip malls that you could go and get a t-shirt printed in a day at. So I could see somebody having a t-shirt by, you know, by the second day. Uh, but it said 400 cops to to shoot a woman and child, right? To kill a woman and a child. And a dog. A lot of people forget to mention the dog. And I think that's important to me because, as you see, it wasn't even what the aggressive breed You know, any dog is aggressive to somebody who uh, is creeping around their fucking property. Just like most humans are. Uh, But really, what did the fucking dog do? The dog had bad politics. They were out in the woods. The dog's barking at them. You all have tons of weapons and guns. The dog's not a threat. And that's how they started it. That's the thing. Not only is it, you know, I feel really bad because they shot the dog and the dog's an innocent animal, and that the fact that this happens a lot, that the, you know, feds just shoot fucking dogs. uh, But that's what you know will incense their family if you kill their dog, guys. That's like number one way to make them feel that they're for sure under attack. By something that's maybe not even so legal, you know? Uh yeah, they put a lot of uh in that video there, the clang wave. I frankly, I thought it was going to be a little bit of a remix or something on the tune. Uh it ended up just being slowed down. Um, like it's just like decor or something. So it's a little bit disappointed in the audio because it was just a slowed down version. I thought they could maybe like take the vocal and do some actual wave or add some keyboards or something, I don't know. I expected more from the music. But uh, the footage was poignant. Um, there was some good stuff there. I noticed they edited uh, Randy's shirt there so they didn't get a YouTube strike or whatever. Um, but there is definitely some stuff in there that's trying to make it, you know, moving, right? Showing you the young pictures of them, their wedding photos, all that type of shit uh, that didn't really have to do directly with the siege of their house, but just to humanize them in your eyes. To just these were people. This was a family, and the federal government came in and just said, "Ah, fuck all that." Uh, this guy supposedly has a sawed-off shotgun that's an inch shorter than is legal. That's what this was all about, by the way. Uh, if you guys don't know the background story, they groomed this guy. They wanted the FBI wanted to go in and get the Aryan Nations with some weapons. Uh, the Aryan Nations security is it was apparently too good, or 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 they just weren't active enough, or whatever. They locked onto this guy who's coming to some of their things, like their family picnics and their things like that. You know, uh, Randy Weaver. He lived up to, up the hill. Federal agent starts talking to him and trying to get a weapon from him, saying, "Well, I, uh, you know, I I need this sock, this the sawed off shotgun." The agent even provided the shotgun, and Weaver was to edit it because they, he was good with guns. He was like a gunsmith. And they said, you know, can, can you edit this gun for me? He repeatedly said, no, 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 no. The guy kept, oh, come on, man. You know, I'll pay you more, whatever. Uh, and if you think that's okay, like, this is literally entrapment. And then they found out that he was innocent anyway. He didn't even go through with it. Uh it's just it's a sad story. It's really fucking sad because they put this shit about it's so oh it's a white supremacist or whatever to just fuck with your mind and make you distracted from the fact that the government should not be able to decide to decide based on your views that they can come and kill your fucking family at your house. Okay, 1992 is white supremacists. Next year, maybe it's people who believe in uh, whatever uh, who are against taxes. You never know what it what it's going to be. Okay, who's going to use what against you? So, going to go ahead and wrap it up, folks. Um, but I hope you enjoyed the domestic terrorism special. And you saw how much uh, terrible stuff these domestic terrorists have done. And by domestic terrorists, I mean the fucking United States government. They're the biggest terrorists there are. Sneaking up in people's houses and shooting their fucking dogs. Fuck these people. Good night. Are you tired of being bullied for having a whack-ass,
7: boring wardrobe? Answer is simple. Get some
1: style. Stop dressing like a chump. Get you some stylish gear from Fight Wing, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and much, much more. Merch.fightwing.com. Look around and get rid of that whack ass t-shirt you're wearing! You know you wanna join the cool kids gang! Fightwing.com! NOW!
2: My niggas keep it basically My niggas keep it green. My niggas keep it green. My niggas are too big free. These niggas not These niggas not Real, They don't know what They don't know it, got that oh, what's no. that My niggas keep it green. My niggas, my niggas.